Hello, everybody, and welcome to the very first episode of KPMG in Canada's Real Deal Insights podcast, where you get to hear from real deal makers from all across Canada about their stories, reflections, and recommendations. I am George Pigeon, a partner in KPMG's deal advisory practice, and I'll be your host today. With me in the recording studio, I have a very esteemed guest, Mark Dixon, Senior Vice President of Corporate Development at People Corporation. Welcome, Mark. Great to connect again, and welcome to the KPMG's Real Deal Insight podcast. Thanks very much, George. It's great to be here. First off, how about a bit of background for our listeners? Sure. As you mentioned, I'm presently a Senior Vice President of Corporate Development of People Corporation. I've been with People Corporation for eight years now, and we are one of the largest and fastest growing providers of group benefits consulting, MGA and TPA services in Canada with an expanding suite of value-added adjacent health and wealth solutions. We've grown significantly both organically and through acquisition over the years since we were founded back in around 2007. Personally, I'm born and raised in Winnipeg. I attended the University of Manitoba with a major in finance and have spent my entire professional career here in Winnipeg. I've spent a little over 20 years in my professional career now, and about 15 years of that has been in mergers and acquisitions. Okay, well, 15 years in M&A. You've been at it for some time. Uh, mind sharing a couple of notable experiences, deals that really stand out? Yeah, for sure. So what I love about M&A is really getting the opportunity to get to know businesses and the people who have built them. And there's maybe not one particular opportunity that stands out there, but there's always ups and downs along the way. And it's always such a great feeling to build these relationships over time, go through hard times, good times, and ultimately, at the end of it, get a deal over the line. And so that's just a notable experience time after time in my career. Overall, the thing that stands out is really just having been part of Growing People Corporation over the last eight years that I've been here. Along the way, we've scaled up our acquisitions, and we've also built a really great team in that process. And that's also been an extremely rewarding experience. Okay. So People Corporation have been an active participant in insurance distribution M&A in recent years. Can you elaborate on your approach to deal sourcing, which can be considered really the first step to achieving success in closing deals? Yes, so we approach deal sourcing from a, a couple different ways. First of all, a key premise of our approach to this is we take a long-term view. Our organization has been out in the market building relationships with business owners in our industry for over 15 years. We have a number of individuals in different centers across Canada whose primary responsibility is to build and nurture relationships along the way, keep their contacts up to date on our business and also stay up to date on their business and what their future timelines and objectives are. Many of the deals that we have closed have been 10 plus years in the making. This has been a key part of our, call it deal sourcing strategy. In addition to those grassroots initiatives, we also rely heavily on relationships with professional advisors as a source of new opportunities. Our experience in more recent years has been we have seen more and more business owners in the Canadian insurance sector working with an advisor to help them when it comes to selling their business. When you think about success in M&A, in addition to having that robust pipeline at the early stage to identify opportunities, 
Other keys that I'd identify to a successful M&A strategy would include, first of all, having a robust operational value proposition. This is from our perspective. The transaction proceeds and purchase price are, are very important for an individual when considering selling their business. But owners of businesses are often looking to stay involved with the business post-transaction. And it's really important for them to partner up with an organization that is aligned with their operating philosophy and ideally can help them in continuing to grow and scale their business in the future after the transaction is complete. Another thing that's really important from our perspective is for us to have a deep understanding of the industry and the businesses themselves so that we are in a position to move really efficiently through the due diligence process and get the transaction to closing. And lastly, what I'd say is in a role like mine, it's, it's always important along the way to put myself or put ourselves in the shoes of the owner of the business throughout the journey. It's a long and emotional and frankly stressful process when you're selling the business that you've spent your entire career building. Having this perspective and putting yourself in the owner's shoes can be very important when it comes to getting through the tougher times in a deal, which are always going to happen at one point or another. Okay, that's very insightful. What have you found works well in the de deal execution process? You've talked about the due diligence, you've talked about putting yourself in the owner's shoes. So how do you make it efficient to get the close? What I'd say there is it's great and really successful when both sides of the transaction are organized. So on our side, there is a lot of coordinating that goes on in the transaction process between our due diligence teams, our legal teams, our operational teams, and so on. In our group in corporate development, we're responsible to ultimately quarterback that process. And we find it goes a lot smoother when we bring the right teams into the picture at the right time to ensure all the various work streams that need to come together at the end are happening in the timeline they need to. The business owners themselves are often doing a lot of the work when it comes to compiling the due diligence information to provide us working with their lawyers on evenings and weekends because they still need to run their businesses. So if we can be organized on our side, that can really help alleviate the burden on the business owner throughout the process. Yeah, absolutely. And then when it comes to the business owner themselves, what I would say is if you're considering selling your business, it's really important to spend time beforehand to get prepared organize your information, compile your financial information, your business information. It can really go a long way and be helpful in the process then when you sort of start your discussions, both for leading up to, call it signing a letter of intent, and then throughout the due diligence and legal process after that to get to closing. I would, you know, add when it comes to that, because we often find that, you know, the business owner is the key sort of source of information on the business, but they're also often that, you know, the key sort of leader of the business and running it in the day to day. So if you can bring in a couple trusted staff members to help you with the process and also look at bringing in advisors to help with the process, whether it be legal, financial, so on. This can be really helpful in moving a deal along efficiently and getting it to closing. So how does People Corporation approach integration of its acquiries? 
I would say we take a balanced approach to integration. We recognize that the founders and, and leaders of the businesses we partner with are generally always great at sales, and we don't want to change that or take away from that. They also often have a very strong culture, are close to their employees, are close to their communities. We recognize the value in that and believe that's still an important, a very important factor in their continued success going forward. The areas where we can help add value for the firms that we partner with, there's really a couple buckets for that. First, I'd say where we help is, you know, by bringing with our national scale and the size of our organization, bringing a comprehensive suite of new products and solutions, offerings that our partner firms can use to help add value for their clients. Our business planning processes that we work on with our with our partner firms, and frankly, our national scale can can ultimately be a key factor in helping them continue to you know really fuel the growth in their business post transaction. And the other area I'd just like to highlight is is really bringing support in back office administration functions. These functions are important to helping the firms that partner with us continuing to scale their business. And if we can bring support in those areas, that can help them spend more time doing what they like to do and and can do best, which is servicing their existing clients and really finding new ones. Okay, great. What, What have you found working well or the best in an integration process? Yeah, I think a key part in the integration process is really the handoff of the relationship and everything we learn through the deal and due diligence leading up to closing. The handoff of that over to the integration team for post-closing to ensure really successful post-closing onboarding. Our approach to integration is there's a certain level of customization in every deal because every business and its needs are just a little bit different. So we learn a lot about all of that throughout the deal process leading up to closing. And this really informs the integration process post-closing. We tend to partner with organizations that have like-minded operating philosophies to us. And there's often early on in the process, a shared vision that's established around what the opportunities will be once we ultimately get to closing and join forces. And that integration plan is a key aspect of making sure those plans ultimately come to life. Okay, thanks. You have been involved on many transactions over the span of your career, obviously, almost always as a buyer. Now, imagine yourself as the owner of the of an insurance distribution group, and I think you've alluded to this a bit before. How would you approach an offer that is simply too good to refuse? I would say regardless what that offer looks like on paper, it's very important to always do your homework and make sure you truly understand the universe of potential options that are out there. There are many things to consider when selling your business. Certainly the value in terms and ultimate purchase price are way up there on the list and very important, but it's also important when choosing a partner, choosing a partner that's right for you, that's right for your staff and your business from an operational and cultural perspective. So to that end, I'd say make sure you talk to your industry peers that have been through the process before about when you're trying to understand that universe of options and also talk to professional advisors to help guide you through the journey and work alongside you. We've definitely seen, you know, like 
getting organized in those areas and having those conversations early on is a very important thing to do. And while an offer might be too good to refuse on the surface, by having those conversations, you're going to satisfy yourself of, am I really considering all the different things I need to consider before making that decision on moving forward? At the end of the day, most people only get to sell their business once. So it's really important to find that right partner that fits from both a quantitative and a qualitative perspective. Okay. Sounds good. So I guess with, in summary, what would be a, a couple or three takeaways for our listeners about the, the acquisition and the selling process in the insurance distribution sector? Sure. I think when I think back about what we've been talking about over the course of this podcast, and I really wanted to sum it up, the three takeaways for me is number one, spend the time being prepared and getting organized before launching your process, whatever that looks like on embarking to ultimately sell your business, get your files organized, talk to people about what might be expected and make sure you you do that work up front because that'll make the process smoother from the outset. That's the first thing. Second thing, I would say, make sure you do your homework on what your options are. And in order to do that homework, it's important to get advice both from industry peers, but also from professional advisors. There's a lot of different factors to consider and doing that homework is a key part of the process and making sure you're picking the right ultimate partner. And related to that, the third thing I just say is spend time thinking about the qualitative aspects of what you want in a partner, what's going to be best for you for your staff, for your clients, and your business from the different angles of a, of a qualitative perspective when you're thinking about the future. And that's a key piece that can really make for an ultimately successful transaction and partnership going forward. Thank you once again, Mark, for coming on the show today, sharing your story, and leaving our listeners with some fantastic recommendations. Well, thank you very much, George. I appreciate being included, and it's been great to be here. And a big thank you to all of you for tuning in and listening today. For more deal insights, don't forget to visit our practice site at kpmg.com backslash CA backslash deal advisory. With any questions, comments, or if you'd like to discuss how you can generate value on your deals journey, please don't hesitate to reach out to us at advisory at kpmg.ca. Stay tuned for more episodes in this series. Until next time, take care. Take care.